How's it going? What's up, Toby? Fucking trading like an asshole. <laughs> that was me yesterday and Tuesday. I was calling myself an asshole. I was trading like an asshole. How are you doing on the day? I've every day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, I have gotten myself at least minus negative like 2000. Yeah. How, how are you doing now? <laughs> Today I got down to like 2500. Now I'm only down 500. Okay. Yesterday I got to break even. I was down 3000. Uh huh. Just fucking ridiculous. I, I shouldn't be going down that much. Yeah, I saw that yesterday. I was looking through all of the um the messages earlier today. God, I need a haircut. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not sure if it's my game plan is wrong or something's changed in the market or um uh, I'm just I I, trouble. I used to have that issue like all the time, and luckily. It's not, it doesn't seem to be such an issue for me anymore, but um, it was mostly just patience, I think. Mm -hmm. And we can talk about it more, but um, on the, on the podcast, but it's mostly just patience. Like yesterday and Tuesday, I was really annoyed with how I traded. Um, Tuesday, I was at a high of 2,800 and then I was back down to zero at one point and I finished the day at least at like 450 or 500. Mm -hmm. um, uh, I managed to stop trading. And yesterday I was down 3,300 at one point and then recovered it, got myself up to like 2,200 and then finished the day at like plus 700. And then Today, so I'm having the same stuff. And then today I did a much better job just being a little more patient and taking better trades, basically. So I have the issue too. And I definitely used to have it like a lot more. Like 2021, um, my biggest green month was March ever. Uh, and it was like 26 or 27,000. And then April. I was red like 26,000 that month just because I kept chasing stuff. And um, I just mentioned in the warrior chat, we're watching top here, just disintegrating. Um, TIRX did that to me two years ago in April. It went from 100 to 12 in the day. And I lost about nine grand on it during that time. Mm -hmm. And now at least luckily I'm kind of recognizing that it's just like a Chinese liquidation trap. Um, and I'm actually up like 550 on top today. I'm just recognizing like it doesn't need to bounce. It could just actually drop to like zero. It's at 26 bucks now. Yeah. 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 It, yeah, was, it, was, at, it was at a high of 108 earlier. Holy fuck. Yeah. Can, can you short it or is there no shares available? Um, yeah, none available to borrow on thinkorswim. Yeah, yesterday I was up early, like 1K. Yeah. And, and then got myself down like negative 3K <laughs> after that. Yeah, then, yesterday, yesterday I, I started the same. Um, I was up a grand on SNTG yesterday morning, and then all of a sudden I was like red 300 on it. And, and then, then I, I just, got, uh, I got lucky on uh, 
on HCDI. Caught one trade out of the hall, uh, dip and rip, got 700 bucks back, and then caught another dip and rip, and then held it into the halt. And then it opened like three dollars up, and then yeah. exited. So I did it all all that with just five hundred shares, and then I was back to even. Then called it a day because I'm a degenerate or something. Something's off. Yeah. <laughs> Something's bad. Well, I'm I'm really looking to wrap it up here. Um, I am watching top because if it does bounce at some point, it should give us dollars like. Five, ten, twenty dollars a share on the bounce, maybe. Are um, you green now? I'm nicely green now. Yeah, I'm actually up around thirty-one hundred today, wow. which is yeah, which is why I'm trying to stop because I I've traded really well today. I started the day actually down seven fifty, um, so now I'm up really nicely, and I haven't over traded at all yet, and so I'm really trying to just wrap it up now. What did you trade mostly? ASNS was my nice win. I, I'm up 2,400 on ASNS. <clears throat> ASNS then, just saved my ass. Yeah. Um, aside from that, my biggest winner is top at 550 and then 300, then 100. And I'm red 360 on Cyto, CYTO. So, ASNS was my only trade today. That would have been fantastic. That was what I was really aware of coming into today. I was, I just know that I spent all day yesterday and the day before over trading garbage and stuff that didn't make sense to trade at all. So I was like, I started a little bit red and, and I was like, it's just, I don't need to over trade this. Like something probably will pop up and I can trade that. And yeah. so that worked really well for me today. I was chasing GFAI and just got fucked up. Uh -huh with like 3,000 shares and it doesn't, yeah. you know, right when those, you know, the bids just pull away, you're yeah, you know, I, at like even, and then you're at minus mm -hmm. $500 instantly and you can't, yeah. it doesn't bounce back up. I was, I was watching GFAI and I traded it just a little bit. Um, actually, so I, I, I only traded 3,300 shares on GFAI. So not much at all. That's probably three trades and I'm up 95 on it. And that was one of the things I noticed. The bid was just not strong. That's that's definitely an indicator that I pay attention to. Um, like it was moving up, but it was so choppy and just like it it was it didn't feel strong. Yeah. The first the first move it made was pretty good. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I trade thirty eight thousand shares on it. Jeez. I have quite a few trades. Um, can we hear Alex? I don't know. Can we? You guys hear me? I'm not. Yeah. Hear yeah. You. Okay. Because yeah. I was trying out this microphone, but I don't think it's working. It's like one of these to go. You bring it with you. Um, yeah. I was just listening though. Yeah. It's, it's been a hell of a week, huh? All right. There we go. I'm in top at 29.63. No, you, you, you bought it off the bottom. Well, um, I'm I'm scaling out now because it should be bouncing, and I know that it can just drop if it doesn't halt up here. So I took 200 shares. I've scaled out, and I because it wasn't going, and now I'm holding 
Oh boy. Um, that put that full screen on me. Uh, I'm just trying was... to get out here. So I actually gave back just a tiny, God, that's annoying. Such a crazy place to be trading this compare. Why did it yeah. sell off so much today? What happened? No, no, no specific reason. Um, it's just like a Chinese liquidation trap, honestly. Yeah. I was waiting for this to happen to TOP. Uh, TOP top. I thought it was going to happen yeah. a few days ago, but it kept on holding. Yeah. Really I mean, well, how many times have we seen it? Basically, I just saw a really big bid come in there at twenty something, so I took some position at. 2867, I guess. I just gave back 200 on it. Let's see if I can make that back. I was really waiting for something to look to, to trade today because yeah, I was just trending down all day and I'm down like a thousand right now. Actually, it's hmm. better off than that. No, I'm only down 690, 690 now. So I came back a little bit off the lows, but Everything I went for just just failed. I mean, SNGX, that nice fun sign was really where all the yeah. money was at. And then after that, it was just crap. Yeah, yeah today was fun side. kind of especially nasty. It was pretty gross. Yeah, it really was. Like HCDI. So I didn't trade GFAI. I heard Toby talking about that one. It actually looks quite okay. but I'm down over 1,000 on it. I was, I was down two and a half thousand at my lowest today. Yeah, that's frustrating. You're, are you still red on the day? Yeah, I'm still red. I, I hit a, a good trade on. Um, I saw a, that. Yes, NS and uh, got myself to like minus 500 now. Yeah, that was. Yeah, that was. Yeah, that was that was looking really good. Um, your your trade on this one into that that first initial breakout, it looks like. Or wait, my trade was uh, the dip and rip out of the halt. Mm, yeah, right here. So right when I pulled, I, I opened, pulled back for a second. I slammed two thousand five hundred shares, and then dumped them all at the next at the top of the next green candle. <laughs> on on window S and S. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, nice. I I took two trades on it basically, um, and they worked out pretty well for me. One of them was two thousand shares, and the next one was like twelve hundred. I think top is about to go lower. There's a big bid, but it's not doing anything to the stock. Thirty-one. Let's see, see if it can hold thirty. So far, it hasn't. It keeps dipping back down to like twenty-eight. Before we started the pod today, I was kind of thinking it's gonna. There's a good chance it might be some live trading here. It just mm -hmm. feels like one of those days. Yeah. Come on, don't halt now. Now that you stopped me out. False halt. Do it. Come on. Oh, that's garbage. We had about a showing a five dollar gap up. That's so annoying. 
that tiny move is 20%, over 20%, huh? It's just insane. <laughs> Top is nuts. Yeah. Let's see. It would would be fun to like get get in early on one of on one of those one day and then just hold them overnight and see I know goes to three hundred and sixty bucks on you. Yeah, exactly. Well, and I actually tried to do that on top the other day when it shot up to two sixty after hours. I had a I had twenty shares at one sixty seven, and I sold most of them at like two um, twenties, but I kept three overnight. And by the time I was up for market open, they were down to 80. So it was just like, are you kidding me? But I um, I mean, I took the risk that felt appropriate, just holding three shares. Like even if it had gone to zero, that would have been manageable. Yeah. I was asking Danny before you got on, um, Alex, about uh, managing risk and, and why the hell I've been going red so bad last, like every day this week has been. Yeah, you've had the volatile, you know. 6,000 or minus 2,000 or whatever, and I'm, I keep crawling my way back. But and, I, and I'm trading a lot of stuff that I usually never trade because I'm trying to get better at the uncomfortable stuff like these, these uh these stocks that have huge spreads like ASNS is it's kind of one that I would never even look at. Super spready. Yeah. <laughs> super spreader. Yeah. Super super. Um but when yeah, moving, what do you, move what do you think is happening? Right what do you think is happening with your PL there? Are you jumping into bad trades? Are you oversizing on the wrong trades? All of it. Yeah. I think that I'm taking way too I I thought that, you know, kind of my edge was taking a lot of pokes and then getting out early if it wasn't going the right way, but it that were that worked last month because pullbacks weren't that bad. Yeah. Now I'm getting into these stocks that are, you know, when the bids drop, yeah, I'm, you know, with twenty five hundred shares, I'm down five hundred bucks immediately. And so that strategy just does not work. So it's I need to stop trying to take pokes at everything and just kind of modify my strategy and just <clears throat> go for what I believe is really good setups. You know, maybe just wait yeah. for the halts because I really like trading, you know, halts. Mm -hmm. uh, I like uh, early breakouts. I like uh, micro pullbacks and just stick to those and not do, not touch anything else and just mostly trade front, front side because I've been getting in a lot of trouble kind of chasing on the way down thinking it will bounce back a little bit but once these things turn around they seem to be go all the way back down to where they started yeah I've been noticing that too lately the last week or so we've had we had so many moves the other day it was like uh, uh it was MNIM uh APM and a couple more all on the same after hours that had like 300% moves. And then they came all the way back down with no bounce. Mm. That was, that was Tuesday when I went from up 2,800 on the day to finishing at 500. Cause I kept trying to trade them and just kept giving back more and more gains and they just had no bounce at all. I've definitely been noticing that lately. You gotta be really careful about trading the backside. Um, yeah. 
or like after the initial pop on a lot of these moves. It's so true. Like you need to get that a really aggressive initial front side mm-hmm. and be buying almost what feels like high. And once it's on the backside, you need to avoid it. Here I had a huge yeah. loser thinking it was going to be a fake out to the downside, like a bear bear trap. Uh, yeah. And um, here I did the same thing. I was buying, I actually had a really nice entry if it reversed. And I thought we were going to break through VWAP because we already had so many tests on this line. And, I, you know, just from one second to another, flush down. I, t- I had like a $600 loser here. Um, also with way too much size, you know, two and a half thousand shares. But yeah, I and mean, that's that's literally what it is. It's just the, the once these tickers are sell off, I and mean, exactly what you said, you know, it was up 300% and it's just been selling off. And that backside is aggressive. You know, you're, you might be able to squeeze out 2%, but then you're always risking that 5, 10% big red candle. Yeah, exactly. I love a bear trap, but not after it's been consolidating for a while. Yeah. It needs to, it needs to be like legitimately back into strength if it's been consolidating for a while, especially if it's had any rejections before earlier in the day. That was my mistake today. Yeah. I, I like that. Yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, I definitely did a much better job of taking my hands off after hitting a nice win or two today. That was something that I did well. Yeah, that's probably a good strategy I should think about as well. Hit a good good trade and then just watch for a while because, yeah. I I saw your P&L and trading the other day where you had like 23,000 in winners, right? But like 26,000 in losses. Like you're making a lot of money. <laughs> you just need I to just, Yeah, I just need to figure out how to not exactly. I'm I I I've I've said that for quite a while now like mm-hmm. I've had I make quite a bit during the day, but I give back all of it a lot of the times too. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you're cleaning up. And if I'm I making twenty three thousand bucks, I and I can hold on to like half of that. That would be a fucking amazing day. Yeah, right. Like, you know, my biggest green day ever is only like fifteen hundred bucks. Hmm, that's interesting. Yeah, but I'm, you know, but I mean, I you're like if I, I go six k and then come back to flat, then you know, I guess I came yeah. back six thousand, but I can't do that from you know, on the green side. I was having a lot of trouble with that last year too. I would start the day basically like down two grand and then I would finish the day like up a thousand. And I was like, why can't I just be up like three or 4,000? And I think (laughs) that I've done a pretty good job kind of figuring that out, especially like the last six months or so. But it took a long, it it was a while figuring out kind of how to avoid those losses before starting to have better trades. And yesterday I did that too. I I made five grand yesterday off of my bottom, um, off of my lows, but I was starting with negative 3,300. So what's your biggest key to staying out of those, those red trades so you can capitalize on the green ones? 
just patience and like trying to be as objective as possible and realizing what your best couple of trades are. Like last week, Colby especially was talking about like your your trading plan and writing a playbook and your best setups and really just internalizing it and understanding that it doesn't make sense to trade anything else. Um, mm -hmm. And I, I did not a very good job of that yesterday and the day before. And I was really frustrated mostly with that, that I just took so many trades and I was exhausted. Um, and so today I did a much better job and it's partially because I had really frustrating days the last two days. Um, so also part of it definitely is making the same mistakes over and over again. And um, you get to a point eventually where you're just sick of making the same mistake and then you start to make some changes. But it's it's definitely a journey down the hole before you get to that point. And then you find some some relief and then you might find yourself back down in that hole again at some point. And then, um, you know, it's it's why trading is not easy. Yeah. I've definitely been there before. <laughs> yeah. Right? It just feels like, you know, feels like forever, but it's only been three days in a row or whatever it is, four days in a yeah. row now. <laughs> well, it's it's really frustrating when you're at the end of the day and you're like so frustrated and, but then you're like, okay, I'm going to do better tomorrow. And then you do the same thing. Yeah. And I've done that plenty of times. I have my notes, my game plan. Yeah. Uh, Boom, right back to like minus 2K. I'm like, this is amazing. <laughs> this is amazing. This, what, how did this happen again? What the fuck am I doing? I have no yeah. clue anymore. There's nothing, yeah, there's nothing so frustrating as giving back. Or, yeah. Uh, Toby, what, what is your, you said your max green day was like 1500, give or take. Um, what was your max green day like before you maybe gave back profits? Do you know what that might have been? uh like have you ever had like a three, four, five? I've, I've never i've never been i've never been more more green than like 1500 okay yeah so that's like you know and you walked away with it once and then you know when i was getting them for the first time or getting into a thousand bucks i would just immediately stop because that's the highest i've ever been and i wanted to bank it and yeah, now I'm trying, trade, I'm trying to trade past that a little bit for you know i guess it's part of the learning curve because i can make possibly more good trades and make more money but at the same time i need to not give it all back either like yesterday i was up over 1k 1200 bucks you know that's only 300 bucks off my my best day ever and managed to get myself minus 3000 right after that yeah that's and got down got to break even by the end of the day but fuck i don't want to be making 500 trades and yeah. Yeah, no, that's a long day. Nobody needs that that kind of day. Yeah, for me, I've been, I mean, you guys know I've kind of said it on a few pods now, but I've been just trying to wrap it um as soon as I think my expected value is just going south. Um mm -hmm. but but and it's been working really good. I had, you know, like two five hundred and fifty dollar days, and then I had yesterday like a six fifty dollar day. They're not crazy three days, but they add up, um, you know, if you make 500 every day, let's say on average at the end of the month, you're, you're up around a thousand, uh, $10,000, right? $10,000 a month. Yeah. Obviously it doesn't work like that, but you know, it's, uh, like today I'm, I'm down right now, six, six ninety. So I kind of gave back yesterday's profit and today I've been kind of sticking around longer, waiting for that setup to finally move. 
um, I feel like in my mind, I'm like still green. Like I, I'm doing everything right. I'm just not getting the opportunities or I'm doing a lot of things right. Some things I did wrong, obviously, but I'm very aware of that. I don't feel too, too emotional. Um, so I was just, I thought, Hey, I'll stick around to try to find some more opportunities, but they're really not coming today. I mean, it's a really a risk off trading day. Today and, was, yeah. yeah, today was like really not good. There was, there was pretty much nothing worth trading in my opinion until ASNS popped up. Yeah. Yeah. You nailed that one. Um, Toby, you know, honestly, uh, SNGX had that opportunity. It was just like, you have to get these front sides really aggressive. And what happened to me this morning was so frustrating. I missed like six perfect entries by one or two cents. And, and this is why I know that Danny, you've been talking about using market orders because you don't care if you miss, you know, where your execution is, you just want to get it in, in a general area. Yeah. And exactly. this what happened to me this morning literally highlights that point to the, to the T where it's like, if I just, you know, got a little bit, maybe higher of an entry, it pulled back, maybe I was down a percent or so. And then, it, you know, I would have been able to at least be in it. And then mm -hmm. finally, after the consolidation, you know, I'm like, all right, you know, let me get that extra cent. I finally get it. And then flushes, you know, 10% on me. Yeah, exactly. I would way rather be in the trade and be wrong than just miss the trade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's nothing There's nothing worse than missing the trade because then you just get more and more FOMO and then eventually you make that really stupid decision 30 minutes later yeah. because of all those exactly. first entries. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, I knew I was falling into that trap today too, you know, before it even happened, which made it even more bitter once it finally happened. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, I, I definitely felt that way Tuesday too. I was like, I know that this isn't, good but i don't it's like either i don't care or i think that i and can keep trading and keep taking good trades and then like you just don't it's it's hard yeah it is hard it's difficult but at least we're getting that good momentum are you guys thinking like two times a, a week we get like really good moves it, it seems like and then the other three days are just like sketchy i how do you feel about this momentum we're seeing? Because we're getting amazing gappers almost every day. Yeah. This week's been definitely slower. Um, but yeah, we've been seeing like basically at least one nice move a day, I feel like. Yeah. And definitely every day, at least one or two tickers over 100%, which is insane. Yeah. It, it might not be super tradable, but <clears throat> I mean, the momentum's there. Yeah. I feel um, like a lot of like these huge spread kind of you know mid-dollar tickers that are kind of halting all over the place so there's a lot of opportunity with those stocks like dcai yesterday as ns today mm -hmm. yeah ASNS yeah. has been nice today imgn really annoyed me yesterday it's like a 200 million float and it just kept going and I kept trying to short it and then I would go long and I was just losing on like every trade I took on it. After saying that I didn't have any interest in it. This, this ticker I found very difficult to try to scalp um, because it was a real, it was like the definition of a grinder and then it has mm -hmm. these big pullbacks. So today I, I was kind of like, all right, this bastard grinder ticker. I kind of realized that and I just did like a 
five minute setup and I just wanted to hold for like a double top. So I kind of got it, but I just did it with very small size just to like test my, my thesis. But yeah, I think if I try to day trade any of this, I think I would have gone crazy. Plus the percent moves on it were pretty small. So you would have to use that big size. Yeah. Um, if you wanted any sort of real profit on this one. Yeah. That 226 million shares. I said the float was like 200 million. Yeah, I try yeah, to be. Way, way I, I can't. I can't guess the direction ever on those larger float stocks. When I they don't move like small caps, so I have no idea right. where they're, where which direction they're going to go. I feel like, oh, it's setting up a flag, and we'll keep moving up, and then we'll just reverse. Yeah, it's weird. I just I looked at it, and I was like, oh, it looks generally like a pretty decent first stare. It just has these wicked sell offs every now and then. So that was kind of like, let me just buy into one of these sell-offs and then a hold for a that bit. bounce was wild. I thought it was done. I thought it was done too. When I saw this yesterday, I was like, okay, game over. Like, <laughs> I called it right around then as well. But then it pops all the way back up and starts trending to a new high, which is ridiculous. But yeah, I mean, it's a total grinder. This whole move, 27%, took basically a day. I, I don't know. That's not really tradable in my opinion, at least for our strategies. So. Yeah. Yeah. I would have done well to avoid it. That was definitely a part of why I uh, overtraded yesterday. So I was trading something really not within my strategy and it got me frustrated. Yeah. Identifying your strategy and then trading it and then being super, super patient. I've been a lot more patient than I, I have been in the past. And I've been, it's been helping me a lot. Um, I think I might have to do with Colby. Colby was saying I might have to pick like my top three or four setups and just make a playbook for each one. Shouldn't be too hard to do. Well, I mean, it'll take time, but you know, you have it pretty much in your head. But I think writing it down, I've done it before and it, it is really, really good. And then sometimes I'll study my, like I'll, I'll basically back test my strategy in terms of um, I'll do here on on demand and on uh, TV Ameritrade and I'll pick a day where I knew I had it, I was trading it either well or not well, and then I'll just trade it again. And you start identifying pretty, pretty nuanced things that, that make a big difference. Like, I don't know, like if the, if the price is below the close of the former five minute candle, it, even if it's on the front side, it's a little bit more bearish and you gotta be more careful. But as long as the price is over the former five minute close, like that's when you can look for those continuations and new high breakouts. Um, like little things like that, that I've noticed, you know, just really digging into your, your strategy. Cause for me, it's basically a pure front side strategy, you know, over the nine EMA on the, on the five minute, on the one minute over VWAP and you're just riding that momentum, which makes me so upset that I didn't trade SMGX because that is the definition of my setup. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I missed SNGX. It was too early for me. Yeah, no, it makes sense. In, in California, it's way too early. But yeah, I was, I was, I stared at it the whole time. Actually, I came in a little bit late. I, I was online, but I didn't see it till about in this area. And I'm not gonna lie, it didn't have that much volume, and it was up 200. percent So I felt like buying here was just foolish. And then it just never really pulled back that much. This would have been. This is where I missed it by like two cents. Right here, I had my limit order. I missed that, popped up again, and then I tried to buy it on this pullback. I missed it again, and then try to. 
I have my legitimate order right here on the 9 email. <clears throat> missed it again. And it pretty much just continued like that the whole time. So. Yeah, I traded it so carefully because I was like, God, it's so high already. It's not going to keep going. And yeah, it felt, it felt moving weird. and moving. It was it was definitely grinding because usually when a ticker's making new highs and the volume's lower, that's when that's to me a massive red flag. Which yeah. which should have been I should have been trading this this pullback here because we just had a new high in the green. So this would have been a really good one to actually trade. Also, this channel is pretty low red. So I should have been getting super aggressive here on this this um, move right here, and I didn't. So that was my mistake today. And because I missed that, I think that's pretty much why I'm, I'm red today. Because you know you miss a few of those good moves, and then you start getting FOMO on worse moves, and then you make a lot of simple mistakes that should have probably never came. It's a little bit like a snowball effect. Yeah, <clears throat> and that move what it started like you hit our scanners probably was that like what three bucks or something yeah yeah it hit the scanners a little bit late somebody called it out in the discord um that's when i actually saw it um, <laughs> then it was on my scanner but i didn't even notice it on my scanner. i mean for if it was at three bucks we i mean we should have been able to capitalize on that and make <laughs> probably been done for the day and not even have to look at the rest of the day dude for real like uh that actually used to happen like in 2020 like sometimes you know, it'd be eight o'clock and I'd be up, you know, $2,000. And I was like, well, I should probably go ahead and call it. Sometimes I did, not always, um, but exactly on moves like this. So I was really disappointed in myself that I didn't, I didn't do a better job on it today. Um, I guess really the, the lesson there is, you know, if, it, if the stars are aligning, you've you got to jump on it. It's okay to be wrong, but it's not okay to mm -hmm. just miss the move. Yeah, I agree with saying. that for sure. Yeah. I am currently stuck in the ASNS halt down. Oh, no. So it's looking like I'm going to take a loss here. Uh, I was even looking at this one. I was kind of tempted to trade it. When it false halted and, and then it it stacked lower. Where did you... Uh, uh, did you get in when it false halted? Yeah, so I'm in at 847. Hmm. With 1300 shares and it's looking like a resumption at eight it's it just looked it was a really weak halt down yeah very low volume halt down so 30 seconds basically to resumption we'll Does see the doc, doc platform tell you when the or what the resumption prices are going to be yeah that's why i like it it has and i have the the halt imbalance add-on so i can see the actual imbalance in the halt too. So I can see if the imbalance is to the buy side or the sell side. That's so much nicer. We're flying blind here with TOS. Yeah, exactly. I was for a <laughs> long time too. I used to have to just ask the chat. Oh, that's that's awesome. It that's that was, a huge huge move down. That sucks. Can we get a bounce? Come on. There we go. Get back over 750 would be nice. Well, I went from up 3,100 to like 1,300. No. Yeah. 
That's oh shit. Yeah, that's God. What if? And it's what I've done the last two days too. Ridiculous. I've given back so much profit this week. Yeah. Yeah, you and you, Toby. I mean, that's that's what like the big topic is right now. Is like, how do you avoid getting, getting back these profits? Typically, right. I mean, Ross doesn't usually trade in in these kind of midday midday sessions. Is there something you're trying different, or or like what is what is your thoughts about trading midday? Because I usually never trade it either. Um, if I see something that's moving, I'll trade it. But yeah, I try to get out by like ten my time. Noon. Yeah, okay, so like one or so. Yeah. Eastern. Really wish that I had stopped when I said I was going to like 20 <laughs> minutes ago. Yeah. <laughs> frustrating. I feel like every trader says that every I really wish I yeah, would exactly. stopped 20 minutes ago. I think should've I say that to myself every day. Um just stopped. Uh, now it's now it's even crawling back, but that was looking pretty ugly here too. It didn't need. Yes, so I stopped out on it. Uh, I'm interested, and in, so I took a position there at seventy eight. I just stopped out. Risky. Just looks like it. I still want to trade nice. myself, mainly because I'm red, which is a horrible reason to keep trading, but. I don't know. Yeah. I feel like if I see that opportunity, I'll, I yeah. I, I feel like you right now, where I'm like, if I see that situation, I want to jump on it. Yeah, so frustrating. Like, I was up three grand. Now I'm up literally one thousand. Mm. It's a really frustrating market right now. Yeah, I totally agree. I think if if I was if I could have got back to close closer to maybe green or break even i might have walked away there was a time i was down like 700 and then i made it back down to like only 200 and i was thinking about walking away and then i yeah. traded ngx one more time and i took a i think it was like a six or eight hundred dollar loser right away and then i did a few more yeah. trades and i was down a thousand and i'm down like 690 and i just yeah it, it's it's tough like i can't hold i can't keep my profits today which is a really bad sign for combo between my style and the markets so i've been i've been just kind of waiting thinking well it's been it was such a bad like late pre-market such a bad open and not really a great late mornings so i was like there must be something soon because that's usually the case <laughs> so that's also why i'm sticking around longer and you probably feel so yeah. the same yeah well at least you're still green but yeah there's nothing worse than getting back that half that chunk of profit. I mean, that's, that's mm. frustrating. I guess getting all of it back, that's the worst in going red. Yeah, exactly. At least I'm still like decently green on the day, but it was a really solid green day. Yeah. Um, I guess if you have a really solid green day on a pretty nasty market, then yeah. that might be the, the writing on the wall. Yeah, the writing was on the wall. There was nothing good today. And I had had a solid day after starting red. It's still yeah. like, okay, but I gave back two thirds off the top. Yeah. Not yeah. ideal. Not ideal. 
I'm still watching ASNS. It looks like it looks like it's trying to go lower, but I'm not sure if it's going to be able to. It's having a hard time going lower. So maybe here, but there's a bid at 7:30, and it's getting sold into a little bit. But yeah, technically, it's like the opposite of breaking out to the front side. It's breaking out to the downside, and it's making these higher lows with lower volume, or lower lower lows with lower volume. So there's divergence there. Yeah, right. So technically, it's losing losing steam. But yeah, when you're a long bias trader, losing steam to the downside is still kind of sort of true. That's that's what I'm looking at. Like, if it can't finish the job to the downside, then it'll bounce. Right. It it has to do one or the other. There's possible a good double at bottom around six. Yeah. I'm just watching the price action here. Seven thirty, seven forty is holding for now, but it keeps trying to push down. Yeah, GOP might almost be. Mm, I don't know. This this ticker really doesn't speak to me at this point, but <laughs> yeah, me neither. I gave back the five hundred I was up on TOP, and now I'm red ninety two on it because um, mm. I was trying for that first halt up, and it stopped me out, and then it halted up. So I gave back six hundred on that, and I've given back fifteen hundred or fourteen hundred on ASNS. <laughs> yeah, so unnecessarily it feels like too. Yeah. Right. For for my training PL for Monday through Wednesday, I was kind of volatile. I'll be green and red. And then usually when I start getting green, but I feel like I'm starting to think about what my profit is as opposed to what the stocks are doing, I'll go ahead and call it. So I've been basically ending every day near the high. <clears throat> Today it's a little bit the opposite. I'm down, you know, 690, like I said, and it's just like I was slightly green, then big red, slightly green, then big red, slightly green, then big red. So I'm, I'm literally like my own backside right now. Mm -hmm. But I feel like I'm at the point where I put in a little bit of a bottom. So I think mentally it might be worth to keep trading. But yeah, I'm also struggling to see opportunity. Yeah. There's that bounce on TOP. I wouldn't be surprised if we try to have a double top or a break of 40. But I mean, if you think about it, it did sell off here 75%. So this bounce is already super strong, 50% bounce. <clears throat> I don't know. Also, today was a bit of a large cap day. I mean, stocks like shop up. Uh, Tremendously. Look at this 20, 20%, 20%, no, 30% on earnings. Um, snow, I think I'm finally green on this ticker again. Mm. It had a huge, this uh, just an investment, not a massive size, but I just wanted to allocate a little bit of my, of my portfolio into stocks that I generally like as companies. Yeah. Um, sure. Actually, I bought a Playboy PLPLY. <laughs> 
and I'm like 200 on this one. <laughs> I don't, I don't know much about the company itself besides that, you know, it, a strong brand. I didn't dive so much into the fundamentals is, is what I'm trying to say. But I mean, if you look at it, it kind of feels like a little bit of a floor came in. Uh, I just feel well, like they might wait. Big play a few years ago. Yeah, it, it, I think it was a SPAC merger, and I I, I traded yeah. some of this. I held into the SPAC, and it was a huge winner of mine. It was just tiny size. I don't, I forgot the actual SPAC name, and then I started just taking profits. But I still, you know. But yeah, I mean, it's a huge brand. Everyone knows Playboy, and it's you know it's a seventy three million dollar market cap at this point, which just feels undervalued. So I think there's like a lot of plays that you can maybe look into. Um, yeah. Even like PayPal, I'm not crazy about PayPal, but PayPal is another company that just felt so cheap. So I don't know, we'll see. But anyway, I did notice that today was really like a a large cap. Uh, Lemonade, that's the company I wanted to mention. Lemonade is another one where I was holding it and I'm just about to break even again. Just there's a lot of sell-off and it's down. It was down mm -hmm. literally like 90%, 95% from the highs. And this company seems to have pretty good financials it's still bleeding cash a little bit but had great earnings and now it's finally moving up again but it's like you know when you try to accumulate a company like this you know where where do you buy it just keeps selling off it's down 95 percent but yeah so it took it took a move 44 percent off the lows for me to almost get back to break even so it's investing in this market is also just really difficult well, I unfortunately just ruined my day. No, what did you do this time? I took uh, ASNS right there with 4,000 shares at 663, and now it's showing six. So that's going to put me really solidly red as soon as it opens. You're in another halt down? Yeah, it was another week, like false halt looking thing. So I'm going from up 3,000 on the day, I will be pretty much down 3,000 on the day when this resumes. Oh my God. So that really sucks. Oh, dude, I'm, that, that stresses me out hearing that. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Sorry if the, if the pod made you want to trade because you were looking at the charts. No, um, it's just me making stupid decisions. Yeah, it would be nice to see that resumption come up a bit. So and you're I seeing... Had, I had had such a good day. You had a good yeah. day. You know, just one of those days that makes you feel like an idiot. That sucks. Yeah. So you're seeing right now on the order book, or on the, yeah, how does it look on your screen where it says $6? Um, it's just on the level two on DOS. Uh, just shows you the price it's going to resume at. 60 cent drop. It was such a weak halt too. On almost no volume, yeah. Yeah, it's showing some imbalance to the buy side right now but like i don't know if it's going to come back up to 660 if it's going to open lower at six dollars you said that's going to be 
Yeah, I mean, oh god, it's it's hard. It's hard to say. Anything could happen. Yeah, I was noticing halts were doing some weird stuff yesterday, like mm -hmm. higher when they're halted down, and yeah, they've been doing really weird like, stuff all week. Halting up and then opening way lower, like it's been it's been wild. Yesterday, I noticed it quite a bit. Yeah, I'm, I'm nervous to trade halts. You guys are you guys are like halt hunters. I'm I'm the opposite. Some kid in one of the chats, he was like, in, in one of the stocks halted down and it resumed resumed up, and so he actually made money on his trade. Yeah, I've seen some of those too. Like halts have no sense lately at all. Um, ASNS is coming up a little bit. It's at six thirteen now, but. I mean, it's still a 50 cent loss on 4,000 shares. See why TO is talking to. Yeah, that's, yeah, 4,000 shares. You, you punch that one. Could open in a minute. What what decides if a, if a halt's going to move up or down? Um, just the imbalance in the halt. People are putting out orders and it matches a, as many orders as it can on the bid and the ask at the same price. And then people put orders wherever they're putting them in the halt. So it changes the imbalance. Okay. So this should open in 30 seconds. It's showing 619. So that's 40 cents, 615. Man, what a stupid decision. It sucks. I'm going to just let it uh i guess see if i get any bounce out of it five seconds opening at 616 just give me some bounce please looks like it it should have opened there so that might mean it's a 10 minute halt which could be good because the resumption price has been coming up it's weird that like you could still it almost feels like you can still trade it when it's halted or like there's a there's price discovery still going on I should say. Yeah, exactly. It's weird. I, I feel like they should really get rid of halts. I think they do more damage than they do good. They definitely do. Yeah. But I feel like that's part of the purpose of them. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, they're not to help us. Oh. Fifty cents going, so I don't think that's quite real. Top almost looks like a backside um, flag setting up on the five minute is what I saw it on just now. Yeah, this this position just really killed me. I was up twenty four hundred on it. I'm currently up 450 on it still after making some other stupid decisions, but now this position's really going to kill me. Showing 628 now. It'd be sick if this opened higher. It would just be <laughs> awesome. That would be amazing. That would be huge. I mean, yeah. last time it had this kind of awkward moment, one minute of stress, and then it popped up a good mm -hmm. 11%. Yeah. 
<clears throat> showing 628 with a buy side imbalance. So typically you'll see, and now it's 629, you'll see the imbalance to the buy side or the sell side growing, and then it'll come up to the next price point, and then the imbalance will be much smaller. So it was like, and now it's now it's 24 shares imbalance at 630 to the buy side. Now it's a now it's 1200 share imbalance to the buy side at 630. Now it's 640 with a 300 imbalance. So the price adjusts and then the imbalance also in, adjusts. But the imbalance is growing again at 640 to the buy side. So let's see if it can keep coming up. Might even be another good entry if it um I don't know if it does open lower, but then kind of stalls out. Yeah, we'll see. The so it's at 640 still, and the imbalance is growing on the buy side. So I think, and then it just uh chopped in half on the buy side. I thought we were going to see a pop up to a higher price point, but I mean, even if it opens at 640, that's not like the end of the world. It's a lot better than if it was going to open at six, at least. We'll see. Yeah, huge difference. Huge difference, yeah. Every 10 cents a share is, is pretty major. I mean, 10 cents a share is usually a good trade. Yeah. Uh, 20 cents is already so like open a, in a minute 663 oh, i would oh man i'd be so happy if it opened higher <laughs> that'd be so amazing yeah top looks like it might break out i just can't believe that again i ruined the day um so i still make the same mistake even after i had had a really good day my daily PL chart today is going to look so stupid. I'll be on your social waiting for you. Oh, no. So imbalance to the buy side is growing again. It's still showing 640. Opens in 30 seconds. Let's see that pop up to 650. Or even better, 680. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh... Okay, so 20 seconds, still showing 640, but the imbalance is to the buy side fairly strong. 10 yeah. seconds. I'm almost wondering if I should just sell a chunk right on resumption, or if I want to let it maybe bounce. I sold all there because it has a stack on the ass. I think I do you sell at 28? That's still going down. But I'm watching for a bounce. Yeah, same. That's six. There is support there. I thought we were going to crack six, though. Yeah, I gave back 1500 on that trade. So it puts me at negative 900. At least it's not negative 3000 like I thought I was going to be. But I'm still watching for a bounce. Yeah, something in the um, 
All right, I'm in there at 6.33. Let's, let's have a major pop. Like, we should be able to bounce towards 7 if it can get over 6.50. I guess knowing that buy side imbalance is really helpful. It makes you much more able to get bullish on these kind of setups. Yeah, I just got out of that position for a really small loss. Man, that sucks. So I'm watching it going lower here. Maybe I can take it under six. I don't know. That's what I was thinking. I was trying to do maybe a small size, with a couple hundred shares just to practice hold trading because I don't trade it through so much. Yeah, I just can't believe I went from up three grand to down a thousand on the day, like an idiot. Yeah. Oh, well, I'm green on the week still, at least. Yeah, that's really good. I'm also green on the week, even though I had a big red day so far. But sometimes I think about like, man, if, even if I just had a $200 green day, you know, that if you calculate the spread between being green and red, like makes a big difference in your like cumulative you know but it's it's not a healthy thing to think about i think because it's a super irrelevant way to think it doesn't yeah mean anything really it's like sure the map is there but um you can't trade like that yeah i mean that's just how this market has been lately the like like the last two weeks it's been really difficult it has definitely cooled off a ton like even with these crazy strong moves they're they're they have so much range to both sides it's not really like it's easy to either side still mm -hmm. so there's a there's seller that. in here pushing it down see see if that seller weakens or keeps going i can hold it again or is it going to be a false now i'm looking jeez it is just getting pounded well i didn't buy that one at least i was close to buying it because i wanted to see it something around 550 to jump on it but i didn't it's so far below view up now and it's under the Oh, they just announced uh, an offering. Uh, that's what it is. God, what a joke. That's what it is. Yeah, they're raising capital on retail. <laughs> yeah, you, this is a tough one to want to trade now at this point with that offering news. That's pretty much a nail in the coffin. Yeah, that kind of like kills potential for me to be green on the day. I think. I mean, Unless there's a different ticker, you you I think you'd have to trade a different ticker at this point. Right, exactly. Like I can stick around and see, but there's nothing moving. Yeah, it's it's a wasteland. That's that's literally what I've been doing. I was I took a shower before the pod because I was like just watching the the market like yeah. a freaking drug addict waiting for something yeah. to pop. <laughs> nothing, nothing. There's just, <laughs> there's just literally nothing moving. Nothing worth trading. Yeah, that's uh, what it is. Nothing worth trading. Uh, 
I mean, SNGX, right? Like I said, it had that little pop here, and, and then that's where I gave it all back right here. Boom, just like yeah. future loss. So, like, even though I'm down 950 on the day right now, my last red day was the last day of March. So, wow. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I have to have a red day at some point um, in the grand I can't scheme. You of got through all of April without red. Day. I saw your calendar. It was so impressive. I was like, dang, that looks good. Yeah. Um, that was awesome. I think that was the first full month um that i had all green like that my longest green streak is like 30 some days but not uh i mean i guess it had to have been i guess i had to have uh no not necessarily like i think that that is actually my first all green month um so like in the grand scheme of things it's not that big of a deal i'm not i'm never going to look back on the day and be like and remember that I was up three grand on this day. I'll just see a small red day. Yeah. Yeah, those but things. We'll see. Yeah. I feel like red days just disappear into the oblivion. Although I think I have a few memories of some red days. <laughs> I, I'll never forget this one where I was up 2,000. I was instantly down 2,000. I was like in a beautiful trade. But then instead of at the all time high of this stock, instead of like doing my hotkey to sell, I did my hotkey to buy. Oh no. And literally after that, it flushed. It did one of those like 10, 15% flushes. And just like that, I just had, I'd like top tick the ticker when I actually wanted to sell it. I went from yeah. up to the down to, and I was like, wow, that, that red day is still like ingrained in my head because it was so frustrating. I've had those. Yeah, that's, that's horrible. You you even like had the right idea. You just your fat fingers messed you up. Yeah, exactly. I've done that. <laughs> yeah, I, I just use the keyboard for sales and uh, use my mouse to buy. That's smart. <laughs> Why well, don't See, do that? I've done that too. Yeah, that's already a good solution. That's actually a great solution. And then I've turned off, so you can't buy on my my keyboard at all. So I I have to click the buy button to to get into a trade. Yeah, it's actually a good idea. I've actually also accidentally bought just on my keyboard by hitting the wrong button. So it's not a good, I mean, that's a, that might be a good philosophy. Yeah, I used to do that too. I'd be trying to scale out or something and buying in. And I'm not, obviously I'm not watching my share size because I know how many shares I was in. And then, right. and then you look up and you're like, uh-oh, well, <laughs> it's just too high and it's going against me now. <laughs> Yeah. I had one of my best trades ever where it was an accident. I forgot to sell half the position because I used to hotkey to sell a certain amount of shares. And the next day I woke up and it was up like 50%. I made like 4,000 on that. <laughs> <laughs> that was my best mistake. Usually my mistakes cost me a couple thousand dollars. Yeah, um, I, feel like, I feel like I would be wake up and be down 4,000 bucks. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> That's usually me, but that was the—I think that was the first time ever in like my whole trading career something could happen um, accidentally. So it's, it's usually not a very forgiving environment. But that was—I think that was like in 2020 where stocks just randomly went up all the time. Yeah, I think I've—I've I've done that once. I think I, I wasn't that big of size, and I only lost like 500 bucks. But I definitely make a note to 
to look at my my screen and make sure I'm out of every position before I turn it off. I yeah, do the I same do now. Too. Yeah. Like I got stuck one time with a Tesla options contract over over a weekend, I think, because I didn't realize that you couldn't trade options after hours. Oh yeah. That sucked. Um oh yeah, that's that's some serious time decay probably. Well it was uh it might not have been a weekend. I think it was just a an overnight, but I think it was like a two thousand dollar red trade. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it was like the end of the world, but it also wasn't great. No, it's it's frustrating. It's also like an annoying way to start the the Monday. You know. Yeah. Exactly. Closing, closing big losses. Yeah, it seems like ASNS is uh, another ten minute halt here. Uh, Grind lower. Yeah, I, I'm not really sure where to go for. Honestly, I should have probably switched gears today a bit and just went for large caps because there were some pretty decent uh, front side trends once the market opened. I think that's really where the money was today. I mean, even Shake Shack, you know, good good earnings and then just had these like really nice clean pops. Well, I don't know how clean this one was, but um, Shop was pretty nice. And I saw a few other ones that are kind of just no longer on my scanner where they used to be. So I'm not sure where it was. Um, yeah, I know there's been a lot of large cap news the last couple of days or so. Etsy had earnings last night, and unfortunately, it's down like $10 a share today. But um, So ASNS is still halted. So it was a private offering on ASNS for um, $3.5 million at... 370 per share so like a million share offering so like actually not the biggest deal in the world um which makes me kind of curious about a short squeeze at some point maybe today once it stops halting down Yeah, I see where you're coming from. I mean, the shares outstanding are only uh, 1.7. I mean, mm-hmm. hmm, and 3.5 million placement, the market <clears throat> cap is 10 million. Yeah, I mean, it could eat it for sure, but it also came from a low of 262. So I'm not sure why it went up. It looks like some of these catalysts, uh, uh, I don't know how credible they are. It could just be an AI yeah. kind of sympathy play, which means then it really will really sell off aggressively again. Ah, I don't know. I, I There was a time where I stopped looking at the news altogether because I would create so many yeah. biases around a stock and then I would trade my biases instead of the price action. Yeah, I don't really pay much attention to news. I am aware if something has news or doesn't, but the yeah. only thing that matters is if it's moving in which direction. Yeah, and you kind of understand how strong it is based on just on the pure volume. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, no, I feel it there. The... Uh, hopefully we get a bit more action tomorrow. I wouldn't mind. Uh... Mm-hmm. Yeah. The worst thing for me now is that I feel like I have to sit here until I find something to get green on again, which is exactly what happened the last two days. I just, I'm so tired of sitting here and watching nothing happening. 
No, I feel you there. I mean, that's that's half the reason I'm still looking at it because I'm red. If I was green, yeah. knowing knowing myself, I probably would have called it just just because that's what I've been doing lately. Because I need to rebuild some confidence after my major losing streak. Yeah, uh, but yeah, it's just. What are you? What are, huh? what are you gonna do today? Just do extra laps in the pool. <laughs> No, unfortunately, it's like really gray and not nice out here this week. So I haven't been in the pool um, mm. this week. I swam last week and I actually competed for the first time in four years. So that was a lot of fun. Oh, wow. Yeah. What kind of uh, kind of stroke? Uh, I did 100 fly and 50 free. So short events. They were yeah, fun. that's quick. Those are, those mm -hmm. are like oh, wow. Look at that. Opens even lower. There might be a good trade here. I mean, look at the daily. There's huge support. I know. There's there's going to be a strong bounce at some point. Um, I'm watching it. This is a strong halt, but one of these halts down is going to be weak, and a, it's going to halt back up. And I'm going to be in it with, like, 6,000 shares. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. Uh, so that one halted down at 554. It opened at 490. This one halted down at 440. It's showing four. Um, Do you want to share your screen? I would love to see that. Yeah. So you can see that, right? Not, nothing yet. Oh, hold on. Oh, you got it. Yeah, you got to let me. Yeah. Um, try <laughs> nope, nothing. Every time. There we go. Okay, so. Um, you guys over there. So we got Manoli in here with his $2.5 million verified profit badge. I go, right. Let's get back to green. He just popped back in here. He was... Um, taking a little break but so we have asns here here's my das montage short short sale restriction is on which is interesting so um it wasn't before i don't think we've got this level here we've got this level here we've got something there um so we're showing that there are 11,000 shares that have been matched and paired that will go through at four when it resumes. And then the imbalance is to the buy side, 785 shares. And now it's over a thousand shares. So as the imbalance grows, you might see this come up to like 401, 405, and then the imbalance at that price point shrinks. So now it's 3000 shares. So we might see this creep up a little bit. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, I'm gonna right. be watching, I'm gonna be watching for one of those halts that opens and doesn't really continue to the downside. Yeah, that last halt was so quick, but I mean, we have basically the floor around 350. And then four was the breakout earlier this morning. So maybe something in that area could be insane amount of support. Now I really see the head and shoulders on the one minute. It didn't, it was. Yeah, I mean, there was a head and shoulders there for sure. I just thought that, 
I mean, it, it did false halt. It literally did false halt and then it restacked lower. So now it's showing, oh, it, now it's showing four again. It was showing 390. It should resume in two minutes. I just need 25 cents on 4,000 shares. Is that too much to ask for? It might be, I hope it's not. Yeah, it's nice. This is uh shows so much more information. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's why I got it. Um it's 120 bucks a month and then the imbalance data is an is a $15 add-on, but the time in sales is like actually usable. The level 2 is actually usable. And I actually think that order executions are a little bit faster, or I get better fills on market orders through DOS compared with through Thinkorswim. Mm -hmm. Cause it's a lighter yeah. weight, faster interface to TD. I've just got 10 other charts up on my external monitor and I'm just watching everything to see if something wants to give us a move yeah i i'm also watching everything but nothing really does seem so this should open 30 seconds at 402 was the last halt 10 minutes yeah it was uh yeah it was halt for 10 minutes yeah which is kind of annoying there's a uh... KVUE, it's a, a IPO stock. It's KVUE. Okay. Interesting. Do you know the float on that? No idea. Yeah. So resumption price is creeping. Uh, it's hanging around four. So that's that one. And then we've got Q QRTEB, which is actually going up. It's showing an 850 resumption right now. Um, and it actually probably resumes here in three seconds. So 850 right there, it should resume. And it's still not. We've had so many 15, 20, 25 minute long halts this week. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I was in a 30 minute yesterday. <laughs> yeah. Which one was that? I think I was watching it. DCAI or something. Oh, I don't think I was looking at that one. Yeah, it's been insane. They've just been so long, and there's like no predictability with how much they might gap up or even HCDI. Oh yeah, yeah, I was trading HCDI oh, yesterday. Oh, it's stuck in that thirty minute haul. <laughs> yeah, losing my mind a little bit. Yeah, like it's way. it's crazy. Yeah, because you don't want to leave the computer because you don't know how long it's really going to be, and then it's like you're just. You're like in high anticipation mode for three minutes straight. Sometimes they can they'll open it. it. Yeah, they'll open randomly. They open randomly after 15 minutes, I think. They can open at any time. I, I have to double check on that, but it's 15 or like 20 maybe. Yeah, yeah it's messed up. All you could do is put on alerts and then 
technically you can walk away, but then you know that's also not very nice because then you're yeah the first ten seconds or so. Yeah, so super important. You gotta sometimes make some make some choices or yeah, that's the key moment. Right. Yeah, the most important couple of seconds. My my old dip and rip. Just let it go a little red and just start slamming the bye. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> and hope it just runs up to the next hall. <laughs> so ASNS was at four, then it was at 420. Now it's at 415. So, so it's probably up again. But last time it barely barely pushed the price back up and then it flushed all the way back down. Wow. So KVU KVUE is actually um a 1.8 billion float. Oh shit. So what is that? What is that stock? That's that's fully large cap at $26. I took the break of 26. Small size. Got maybe about a hundred bucks on it. There we go. A little bit. I'm only down like 400. Yeah, valuing the company at $48 billion. So that is definitely not a small cap. $41.08 billion. <clears throat> All right. Well, I missed this one, but that's fine because I don't think I would have put any sort of size into something that resumed that high and it's showing a flat resumption now, which is good. I don't know how to trade these stickers because they just they unhold and then they they halt again. Yeah. I don't know. I've never built any sort of strategy around those. I just watch them and I'm like, wow. <laughs> yeah, they're pretty crazy. <clears throat> You got to be pretty in tune with how they move and what you're seeing on the tape and also like willing to take a loss basically. Yeah, that's a big part that sometimes keeps me because I, I, I don't know if I can always justify taking losers on those because it just doesn't make sense. And then if I take yeah. a loss, I'm like, well, that just was unnecessary. I should have yeah, exactly. that anyway. It's um, pretty wild though, like how often a stock you know if it's in the first or second haul it will dip slightly and then just go straight up it may not go to another haul but mm -hmm. it is uncanny how often it does that so we've got uh asns opening in 10 seconds actually showing flat now so oh that's interesting yeah a little imbalance to the sell side so i might see what happens Popped up. I've been waiting for a move into the fours for maybe a buy. Um, no, I mean, like four, four exactly. Um, I want it to get kind of slammed down a little bit more, because like, yeah, there's that balance. <sighs> I guess that was we were all How fearful at that? that moment. Wow, I lost five hundred on that. Uh, I sold half of my uh size there at 485 and the other half at 450 so that sucks 
Uh, I'm gonna have to rewatch that one. See it. That that moved so quick. That pop and then pop back back down. Was that a market order then? Yeah, I got. Yeah. There's my executions. I got a ton of slippage from 459 is where I punched it, and then I filled half the order at 485. I sold half at 485, and then. The other half at 452. Just oh, that's it. super annoying. That's literally the perfect low. It almost bounced back down to. Yeah. Ah. And now it's straight back up to 485. Yeah, and bids on floor 485. Well, see if it can hang around and maybe look like it wants to go through five. Maybe I'll buy a dip on it. I don't know. So now I'm just watching for it to push down. So we've got a bit of selling on the ask. <clears throat> Could be an opportunity here. That's a light ball. Sell one is very light. Yeah. There's just like no buying volume. I know that puts me at 1400. Uh, there's a seller at 496. Seven percent green candles so far. I'm pretty sure it was my volume that pushed it up from 450 to <laughs> 485. It could have been because look at the. Uh... It's it's only got like fifty thousand shares being traded. It's a tiny amount for after the market opens. Yeah, I mean, I was, I was like ten percent of the volume in that candle. Yeah, that's disgusting. That's like, <sighs> that's really not what you want it to be. Your <laughs> TV resumed lower and then went straight to a halt down. Yeah, it's showing resumption at zero which is not what you want to see zero now it's showing 12 13 25 13 0 20. uh i think that the system might have broken on this one <laughs> yeah there's not enough data probably the volume is just so if someone removes their order it probably just giant like text it It's interesting to see that. Thanks for sharing. Yeah. What's ASNS doing? So stupid. I just can't believe that it sold my other half down 30 cents on that. Nicholas in your group says, is that God selling? <laughs> I think the system broke. <laughs> I'm just kind of surprised that ASNS has no bounce and no volume in it. But 
All right, so now it's showing 499 all the way down here. Yeah, that's exactly why I don't trade tickers like you. I think you yeah, I mean, you just you, you can't trade the backside on something like this that just goes straight up because it's going straight back down. But if you're on that front side and ride a couple of those holds. Yeah, you I haven't been able to do that yet. Actually, yesterday was the first time I held into a hold. Mm -hmm. I mean, I've I've held into halts, but I still haven't gotten one that opened like three dollars a share higher. I was I was lucky. It was my first time, and it opened three. I think it opened three dollars higher, and I held it a little bit, and yeah, got just a little bit more out of it. Made made like almost two grand on five hundred shares. Well, I just bought 2,500 shares of ASNS there as the bid popped up, and now the bid dropped out. So, <clears throat> see if we can get back up, back up through five. Got some out there for five cents. There we go. See if I can get the rest out just under the halt level. It'd be nice. It, it sure would be real nice. Still haven't gotten any shares out. Come on. There's nobody buying on the ask, it seems like. And nobody wants to get dumped on. Yeah, I'm out of that. So that was that was three hundred. That wasn't bad. I was I liked the that entry. I was eyeing it too. Yeah. Did you see? I mean, did you see the bid pop up to four ninety and then and then it pulled back to four seventy five when I got in at four ninety. So I was like, well, that. Sucks. But then, luckily, it did keep going. So we just got a live. We just got a long live interactive trade podcast going here now. Yeah, it's going to be a an unusual one. Yeah, kind of cool. But though. I think it's good. Something something totally different. Mm -hmm. And today seems like it makes sense for it to some extent. Maybe not. I like <laughs> seeing the this, this DOS thing. I love DOS. So, do you watch the ladder at all on the TOS, or are you not even? I do. Okay. No, I do watch both of them actually because it's really easy to see how strong or weak a halt is on the ladder because it just stacks it all on the same price. And mm -hmm. like the DOS level two is really good, but um, you'll have all of the orders across the different exchanges on um, the different or just across the different exchanges stacking at the same price level. So, like mm -hmm. 44, 44, 24. So it's like harder to add up and see how strong a halt is reading this level two. So yeah, you can see your numbers easier. Yeah, it's just one number on the ladder. So that actually, I think, really makes it easier for me to read halts. And uh, on your on your uh, DOS level two, you're just watching the color basically to know if there's a lot of buy and sells going on. Yeah, pretty much. Like, I know that my top tier on DOS the color is green, so like. Is there deeper green on the buy side or the sell side for one? And then on DOS, 
Um, oh, this did actually halt up. Um, on DOS, yeah. like you can see that it's actually different colors. Um, like on Thinkorswim, like you guys know, uh, it's just green or red and that's it. And no different, no difference in the green or red. And on DOS, I've got white, I've got light red, dark red, I've got light green, dark green. So like it actually tells me a lot more information and it's just pattern recognition. Like you'd spend enough time watching price action and out of the corner of your eye seeing how the tape speeds up or what color the tape is when a certain type of move is about to happen. It's just, it becomes pattern recognition. Yeah. To recognize it after a little bit. Yeah, I think the TOS one is not that good. I, I hardly use it at all. Yeah, exactly. I didn't, I never really relied on it for my strategy either. Yeah, same. All right, so, man, so QRTEB is going between a $5 resumption and it was at $7.50 just a second ago. So that should be interesting. And then we've got Fat BB. <laughs> yeah, I love that ticker. This is one of my favorite old momentum tickers from back in like, I guess it was here, it was last summer, $9 to $15 in a day. I feel like Fat we've tried it before then too. Fat BB, yeah. Another seven to $30 move in two days. It's an old momentum ticker. HCDI. Okay, so it's coming back up. I'm not sure how much I like it though, because it had such nasty moves earlier. We've got QRTEB, should be resuming in a minute and a half. Now it's showing 525. So still a kind of nasty resumption. ASNS resumption is creeping up. Well, I've got $1,100 to go, I think. $1,100. Yeah, you're going you gonna to try to get back in the green? Or, yeah, I guess it is. I mean, yeah, I guess. <laughs> as long as things are moving. If yeah. things are moving, I have a chance. Yeah, no, I feel you. I, I kind of want to do the same, but uh, I think I'm going to take maybe maybe an hour break, maybe watch Power Hour a little, little bit. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. I feel like... I think that we've started seeing... Like 2.30, start, things start to be moving a little earlier than that 3 o'clock. Yeah, I was, I was going to say like 2, 2.30 Eastern, we've been seeing some stuff popping up lately, so... Yeah, that might make more sense, because right now we're like in a desert, we're just starting to see mirages <laughs> i know yeah or just there's a setup it's like just flat uh, so asns opens in 30 seconds all right we'll watch this one together and then we i guess we can probably go ahead and call it so we can all do what we need to do yeah uh qrteb should have opened there but 
didn't, so it's a longer haul. So this should open in 15 seconds, showing a 25 cent gap up. So right here. Yeah, there's that shoulder. <clears throat> See if I potentially want to get in on like a, a dip or something. So let's see what it does. Bit of selling. Volume is just so light. It's above the nine and fifteen. Yeah, there's just like no shares going through practically. Like the time and sales should be moving fast, and it's just yeah, it's, not all. Yeah, it's frozen. It's there shouldn't be an now a 10 second gap in my time in sales all right where's the bottom on this halt level down is 502 are we going to halt down maybe we almost touched it top just is almost at a double bottom yeah i don't know i think top is going to fall off a cliff into like ten dollar territory. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, it's just being liquidated. Did you get that script I put on uh, insiders, Alex, for the hot levels? Um, oh, no, I have I, I have that script too. I did not I, add it yet. I posted it on the insider, so you can use that. It actually is decent. It's not hundred percent accurate, but it, it gives you pretty good information at least gives you a range of where you need to be really careful around okay yeah i'll, I'll you, try it out did you um find that on like a thinkorswim forum yeah yeah i think that i probably had the same script before i had dos it puts the halt levels in like the top left of the chart right yeah top, top left and it just gives you the halt up and halt down or halt, yeah halt up and so halt. you want it do you want to share that so we can see it? And then we'll yeah, go ahead. Probably wrap, wrap it up. It works that. pretty well, but it's not exactly accurate. Oh, let's see. But it definitely gives you a good idea. One sec. There goes ASMS kind of holding this. Um, might keep grinding up. Uh, that volume though is just so unattractive. There's just yeah, zero hard, volume. Hard to trade with that volume. Yeah. I can't believe that I went from up twenty four hundred to red eleven hundred on it. Yeah. Wrong screen. Annoying. Whatever it happens, I guess. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I see it. The halt up at six. Halt lower or something. Four nine three. I don't know why it gets cut off. I'm not sure if I did something wrong with it, but I can still barely read it. But yeah, that shows you the halt up, halt down. You know, and Danny was saying it was five oh two or whatever it was showing the same at that time. So oh, that's good. Barely. Yeah, I had that same indicator on Thinkorswim. Accurate. Yeah, I might need to add that because it is really weird never knowing where the halts are. It just doesn't feel right. Yeah. yeah. You feel kind of like you're flying blind and so just it's just nice to know and it's nice to like 
if something's moving hard, you know, it might push even harder because it's trying to get to a halt or something. So yeah, yeah it, it, it's important to know that. Yeah, and if it's getting moved up and up and up there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay, well, I'll let you guys get back to your, your lives. Hopefully, Danny, you can get back green. Yeah, oh, we'll Hopefully, see. we can all get back green. I think we're all red, though. No? Yeah, now we are. <laughs> I was I'm back to red 500 again. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. All right, yeah, I'm also red. We'll okay. see. Yeah, if I'm red a thousand today, it's not the end of the world. Yeah, it's in the greater scheme of things, it's it's tiny stuff, but yeah, it's it's always a frustrating in the moment, very frustrating in the moment. I don't even feel emotions about it. Like I wish I had stopped two hours ago, like I said I was going to, but like I think I'm past the point of frustration. It's like, whatever. It is what it is. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, um, we'll try and do better. See if I can get that, get some back, and otherwise, if I can do better tomorrow, as always. Amen to that. Amen. Yeah. All, All right, right, guys. Happy live trading with everyone. It was nice, something different. Yeah. Yeah. Although not very profitable yet. <laughs> not profitable at all actually very unprofitable pretty very unprofitable this new thing uh, yeah shit all right guys all right i'll catch you guys later yeah take care guys take care See ya. Ciao, everyone